I'm a long-term investor. Even though I'm 78 years old, I have a 20-year time horizon because I'm investing in the stocks that are not only going to change my life, but change the life of my children and my grandchildren. So I'm focusing on Google as one of them. I want to tell you today about a, what a subsidiary called Deep Minds and what they're doing in the artificial intelligence field that's going to go into everything from climate change to disposal of plastics to healthcare. And this artificial intelligence is going to change your life more in the next 10 years than it has in the preceding 100 years. This is something you need to know, and I'm going to substantiate how I believe my $66,000 in Google is going to turn into $7.8 million. Stick with me. Best of Us Investors presents Kerry Griegmeier. I did a video a couple of days ago, and the thumbnail read, I'm feeling real good about this, and it featured four stocks, uh, Microsoft, Apple, Google, and Amazon. And I do feel very good about it, and I went into... The information where I felt told you that I thought I was going to turn uh, $389,000 into $323 million in the course of uh, 20 years, and it would be done in these four stocks. And so my commitment to you now is to substantiate my beliefs as to why I think that Microsoft, Apple, Google, and Amazon can make me a multimillionaire, or if not me, my heirs, um, as a result of the growth of these stocks. Uh, I went through a uh, spreadsheet where I showed the growth of the four stocks since their IPO. Then I did another study where I showed the growth of those four stocks since uh, the subprime crisis in 2009, and then came up with uh, my best guess, the lowest of those two numbers, as to their growth over the next 20 years. Now, the question is, is something going to change? Is somebody going to replace them? Do they or don't they? have a large enough moat around them. And so in these videos, I'm going to now talk about specifically why I believe each of these four. I did one yesterday on Microsoft and its efforts into the medical field uh, through its HoloLens program. So if you didn't see that, you, you should, because I think it will substantiate that they do have a growth factor. If I remember right, it's 27 percent over the next 20 years. And if I keep my current investment and add um, $1,500 a year as a part of a Roth IRA program into those four stocks, that Microsoft uh, substantially will grow. So that's what I want to do now with Google. I want to introduce you to their efforts, to some of the work that they are doing in artificial intelligence 
engines. They're also doing work in electric vehicles. But I think the real driving force of Google to get my current $66,000 to grow over the next 20 years to $7.8 million, it's going to be, I believe, the driving force is going to be deep, deep minds and their artificial intelligence and artificial general intelligence. So the first thing I want to do is substantiate my numbers on Google. And so let's look at my spreadsheet. Okay, so this is my spreadsheet that I put together on uh, Apple, Microsoft, Amazon, and Google since their IPO and then created a projection off of that. And as you see, I, I looked at, and let's look at the Google in, in specific. That's over here, the gray one. Since 2004, when they IPO'd, um, they grew through today an average of 25%. I then went and said, okay, let's look at it and as well from 09 through today. And again, that's 25%. So I'm comfortable that uh, they're going to grow at a 25% uh, for the next 20 years as well. I have uh, $66,200 in them. I'm going to add through a Roth IRA $1,500 to them each year uh, for the next 20 years, if I'm so lucky to live to 98. And doing that, I run the numbers at 25%, and I come up with that I'm going to have in... Um, in 20, uh, what would that be? 2043, I'm going to have uh, $7,820,000. So that's the logic that, and, and I, as I say, I'm substantiating it and will continue to substantiate it by following Google, using my Seeking Alpha to uh, find out what Google is doing, getting an opinions to stay attuned to it. Now I want you to learn about deep minds. I'm going to ask you to watch a five-minute video, and when you get done with that video, if you don't believe what I believe, then I want to hear from you in the comments as to why I'm wrong about this. So let's watch this video. Our mission is solving intelligence to advance science and benefit humanity. Real research means doing the unknown. We try to create this unique environment that is geared completely towards using artificial intelligence for fast-paced innovation. Hi everyone, welcome to DeepMind. We are embarking on what will turn out to be the greatest adventure in human scientific history. When we started DeepMind, we looked at machine learning and neuroscience and there was a good chance that this was going to open up the possibility for full artificial general intelligence. Our goal is to have an algorithm that can do everything end to end by itself. We're going to be pushing the bounds in ways that we don't even know as we're doing the research and the development of AGI. We need a system which can do any cognitive task that a person can do and it can scale potentially far beyond that. We're bridging that gap between the simulation and reality. You want to find the thing that's dramatically different to anything you've ever seen before. The types of accomplishments we've had are what most companies would dream of over a company life cycle. We've got hard rule offices, so we are truly international now. People think, what's going on, Adina? There's some kind of magic going on. I really feel like this is a Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. The thesis was to use games and simulations as a perfect proving ground for developing AI. We started working on agents that are learning to play Atari games, and they actually learn more complex behaviors really quickly. 
We're going up the game's ladder and actually tackling more complex challenges. Deep Mind put its computer program to the test against one of the brightest minds in the world and won. The real purpose of working on games for us was always one step on the way to making more general systems. There's so much we don't know, but how do we start thinking about the downstream impact of our research? How do we pioneer responsibly? As an organization, we take that job extremely seriously. By doing rigorous research in ethics, we actually have an opportunity to rethink and say, what could AI do for society in a positive way? These are metrics from the Renewables Project. The more people who are using these algorithms in AI, the greater the impact we're going to have on trying to stop climate change. We've already used them in many domains. For example, controlling plasma and fusion reactors and accurately predicting weather patterns. It's 48 degrees and clear in London. We're generating realistic sounding voice for the Google Assistant with our WaveNet system. Hi. How are you? With the research that we do, the exploration aspect is very important because we are attacking some of the hardest problems in the world. Our biggest scientific breakthrough today has been protein folding. With AlphaFold, we used AI to solve a 50-year-old grand challenge in biology, which then enabled us to release the structure of all human proteins. The implications are immense from better understanding how diseases progress, how you can discover new drugs. It's endless. The best inventions in the future are going to come from disciplines being combined. So what that requires then is more renaissance-like thinking. To build artificial intelligence, we need creative thinkers that can come up with something that nobody has thought of yet. I think if you asked Da Vinci, you know, he wouldn't recognize the difference between art and science. And there's a real joy in that, I think. And if we can find those moments of inspiration and apply them to problems that are important to humankind, that would be a transformative moment for society. I just think this is the most important piece of information that we don't have. Great experiments tell you something important, whether they work or whether they don't work. The more you fail, the more you're going to learn. I encourage people to fail as fast as possible. <laughs> If it's systematically wrong, you might be learning that systematically wrong physics. The work here is hard, but it will all be worth it if we manage to make a positive impact. If we do achieve this, this has incredible medical relevance. Everything we do here is a celebration of the mind and knowledge. We're not trying to build a brain. We're just trying to take inspiration from the brain where we can get it. What is consciousness? What is dreaming for? What is creativity? Those kinds of questions I think we're going to be able to try and answer. If we've learned one thing, it's that we're very bad judges of the impossible. That mission is to understand as much of the world as we can. If we solve intelligence, AI, I think is the most fantastic possible tool you can have to help with that mission. We want to do the next big thing, and that means trying something that a lot of people think is too hard, and we're just going to have a go at it. So now you know why I'm high on Microsoft and Google as to two mainstays, two of the four mainstays in my portfolio that are going to make me a multimillionaire. So that's the goal of this YouTube channel. It's not to tell you where I think there is a explosion of something that's going to happen tomorrow and um, that this is the the EV stock you should invest in. No, this, this channel is to is a long-term investing and what I'm going to do is work like this to substantiate and to keep an eye on these four stocks as well as my stocks in in the the, the general biotech field again my purpose is to convince you 
that this is the safe way to invest, to show you the path to the exponential growth in your wealth over the next 10, 15, 20, 30, 40 years, whatever your age is. Then I want to teach you how to hold those assets, whether you hold them in a plain brokerage account or a qualified account. And is that an IRA, a 401k, a Roth IRA, a Roth 401k? So that you learn how to keep more of what you make. And if you're at in my age category, how you can pass these stocks on to your heirs as much as you can income tax-free or capital gains tax-free. I will hold these stocks for the most part in a non-qualified account because when I do pass them on to them, they will get they will get a step up in basis. So they will not pay any income tax or they will not pay any capital gains tax because of the step up in basis. Now, if you're building this for yourself as a retirement, Retirement vehicle, and you have the advantage of having an IRA, a 401k, a Roth IRA, or a Roth 401k, you need to know what sort of how you should hold them in your portfolio for that retirement vehicle. And I'm going to suggest, as I have in the past and have explained in the past, find those videos, a Roth IRA, particularly if you're young, is the way to do it because you will get that money in your uh, retirement, not only what you put in, but the growth factor uh, at um, income tax-free. So those are the kind of things I want to teach you here at this channel. The other element of it is I want to provide you a community, a place that you can come and ask questions, not only of me, but of other investors of people with specific knowledge in specific areas, and I can do that through our Discord. Go to Best of Us Investors and find the Discord and come join our tribe.